Yeah, you know what time it is. It's time for Bo and Nick, the losers with a dream. Uh-huh. <sighs> what a waste of time. Yep, they're losers. You're listening, so who's the freaking loser, people? Welcome to Bo and Nick's Losers with a Dream. Yeah. I freaking hate them so much. The look at their funny because they suck at everything. You're listening. The question is, why? Hey, everybody. Welcome to BJ Ryan's for the Losers with a Dream live podcast. You guys ready to have a great time tonight? Let's hear some energy. You ready to have a great time tonight? That's better. Please welcome friend of the Losers with a Dream podcast, our life coach, mentor, and inspiration to millions, Lisa Lampanelli. Clap it up for yourselves for coming out tonight and supporting these guys. Come on, let's hear it right now. Come on. That's right. I love these guys. Uh, I want to just say a special thank you that they did ask Bo's parents to come even though he hates them. Clap it up for Bo's parents. They're the reason, they're the reason he drinks and almost killed himself, but that's okay. Um, Nick's aunt and uncle are here, which is fantastic. I mean, it is great when you are such fucking losers that you have to invite family to come see you. I never had to do that. I, it's called talent. Learn about it. But you guys are adorable. I am loving this whole thing, this whole thing, this whole thing. Everyone's hip and cool and woke. Very woke. You, uh, Nick's, Nick's uh, uncle. What is your name, your first name? Uncle Bob. It's funny because Nick bobs for cock. Did you know that Nick is a potential gay rapist? He has that vibe. I do have nicknames for these guys. I'll tell you what, I have to say something different than I said the first show because this is gonna be on air. So I just wanna say from the heart, when I retired, I had nothing to do. You go through a crisis and you kind of glom onto whatever fucking disgusting, it's like when you, want to date way too badly. You date some horrible, disgusting, oh my God, he raised his hand. I'm, I'm imagining this isn't your girlfriend and you're a gay. You're a gay, are you a gay? Are you a gay? I knew the leg, listen, the leg cross and the ponytail had to fucking give this guy away. He is so gay, his chapstick is cock flavored. Now, I say that with love. As you know, I'm a roaster, uh, retired, but not unless you're in the audience, because look at you. Okay. <laughs> but you're fucking amazing. We're going to be friends. We're hanging out later. Okay. No, but I met Nick and Bo, and I observed when we would, they asked me for help with the joke writing, because they're both not good. So I helped them with the jokes, and I noticed their jokes, while mediocre, what was better, and I mean this from the heart, their conversation, I had never seen two straight guys who could talk in a funny way about real things in their heart. I felt they could be very vulnerable. I said, there's not a podcast out there that does that. I encourage them to do this. I take full credit for you 41 people at this pub 
so to speak. And I am very proud of them that they took a risk and got on stage and decided to do this podcast live. Are you gonna have a good time with them? <laughs> Clap at this time for Bo McDowell and Nick Scopoletti, potentially gay rapist. <laughs> Ah, uh, oh. just for the record, she begged us to host this thing. I mean, it was it. We were like, ah, oh, no. She's like, please, I have nothing in my life. We're like, all right. It's a charity we won for retired comics. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. trying to help them out. We're doing the Lord's work. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, we are. Oh. Well, guys, welcome to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We're losers, and we got big old dangling hairy dreams, okay? Now, we usually open up, okay? We usually do some sort of segment. We usually do a mental health check-in. We don't do scale 1 to 10. We usually compare it to something that's like a movie reference or something like that. Yeah, we're very deep. We understand a lot of stuff. So, you know, we can just get off the top of our heads. We read books. I read the half of a book once, you know? So I'm pretty good. What book? Uh, The Bible. (laughs) That's right. My parents are in the audience. I gotta work. You gotta, st- you gotta work the crowd a little bit. <laughs> I knew you. Were. <laughs> uh, no, the Bible stinks. You know, <laughs> not interesting. You're gonna pay for that later. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's not gonna be good. So our mental health check in, Bo. Kick it off, man. How you feeling? Okay, today I feel well. Right now, right now, Nicholas, yes. I feel like Winnie the Pooh because I just want to go home and eat honey and just lay in bed because I'm done. Okay. Did a full seven o'clock show, went fantastic. I know you guys are all wondering. And and now we're here again and we're gonna entertain you. It's gonna be wonderful, but I just I just wanna get home and just take this shirt off and stare at myself in the mirror and just plug honey into my face. <laughs> that's what I that's what I really want. That's cute. Thanks. I enjoy <laughs> that. You know it's, I could see that too. Yeah, you picture you, the you whole at home scene. with just a red shirt, no pants on, <laughs> just digging into honey. Christopher Robin. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I do it. What do you, what's going on with you, man? How's your mental health? I'm feeling good, dude. We crushed our last show. We're feeling good. Yeah. Uh, feeling like Joe Rogan. I'm bald. I'm rich. I'm crushing the podcast game. <laughs> just kidding. I'm only bald. That's the only thing we have in common. It's the only shit we have in common. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I had a steak. Does that count? Yeah, you had elk? Steak. They don't have elk here. Oh, okay. It's an Irish pub. Yeah, it's true. Rogan recently said that, uh, what did he say? He said that all young people don't have to take the vaccine. And then the White House commented on it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> imagine being that, like, imagine being like, oh, yeah, how, where do I get my scientific research from? <laughs> this bald dude with tats. <laughs> This is $100 million living yeah. in Texas. Yeah, insane. Insane. But, you know. Fauci's not much better, though. No, you know? Fauci's cute, though. I'd fuck him. <laughs> Would you double mask it or single mask it? Single mask, baby. <laughs> we talking N95? We talking surgical mask? It's good. About? I like that no one in here is wearing masks. You're all comfortable. You guys vaccinated? Good. Pussies. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Thank go, God. Go raw like a man. <laughs> no. Uh, so now we're going to get into our meathead moment of the week, okay? We are two big idiots, okay? And we have things that happen to us in our life where we're just 
Stupid meatheads. Yes. Like, right. I just yelled at my ex-football coach because he didn't buy a ticket. And I don't know why. <laughs> and it's just because rage comes up in me, and I go, who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> I'm not pushing the sled yeah. again. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. Enough with the push-ups. Get in line. <laughs> but, uh, no. I mean, honestly, my meathead moment of the week is the fact that we're doing a podcast, a live podcast, after we've only done three episodes of this thing. <laughs> Normal people, they'll do, like, a podcast for years, and then they'll be like, I think we're ready to finally take it on the road. We were like, three episodes. We're good. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, totally. We're, we're nailing it, though, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm very talented, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for carrying me, man. Really appreciate it. Got you on the back. Fucking what? idiot. Uh, so What's my, meathead, my meathead moment was, I mean, it couldn't be more meathead. Today I woke up, had my breakfast, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to make a, my protein shake. And I didn't have my shaker, so I panicked. And it was at work, so I had to drive into work, even though I didn't have to go in today and I got my shaker because I was freaking out about the show tonight and I was like, I need my protein shake. Uh, you're the worst person I've ever met in my life. I don't know what to tell you. I'm very delicate. I need to nap before shows. I get tired. <laughs> I get exhausted. <laughs> the <laughs> fact take that, all like, the right vitamins. Yeah, you're a guy who just sits around and thinks about different flavors of protein <laughs> and like gets excited about it. I do. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> Anything cake it. batter I'm a sucker for. Ugh. No, like no one likes batter. cake batter. No one? Ice cream? Cake batter ice cream? Anyone? Fuck. Right. <laughs> one person who's related to me. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the blood. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so what, did you go? Did you train somebody today? No, I didn't do it. I just went into work to get my protein shakes. I was freaking out. Okay, all right. That's a good... What did you, you, know. eat? What did you eat today, by the way? Why are you doing this? <laughs> Because I, I know you panicky. I, I know what you're doing, and I'm not happy about it. Okay, because all this guy does is shame me. Welcome, sir. All this guy... <laughs> have a little decorum. It's fucking you know, Daddy it's Yankee walked in. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Cue the gasolina. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this side of the room is good. This side, I don't know. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> fuck you. Get it together. This is gold. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. With the food, he's always shaming me. That's Every time. Listen, true. I had a cauliflower crust pizza. No, you didn't. Which, uh, it's health conscious. Okay. <laughs> it's not like the other pizza with the gluten. And uh, and then what I have? I had a prime, a prime rib sandwich, and then I had a pierogi, <laughs> and then see the way he's looking at me is awful. You see this? This is what I'm doing. And then I had a couple of sprites because I needed the sugar. Is he still looking? Um, and fuck you, man, all right? Like, that's... <laughs> I know you had a protein shake and, like, some kale, but it's just... You still look fat. You still have tits. You're talking to me like this. They're never going anywhere. I've tried. <laughs> the steroids make sure of that, yeah, huh? Yeah, they're not... Don't take steroids when you're a teenager, Okay. No Unless hair, you, be you got cool. big old tits. <laughs> okay, that's what happens to you. And small balls. Uh, so <laughs> they came back. They came yeah, back. yeah, yeah. That's what, keep telling yourself that, right? I might cut them off, dude. <laughs> I might cut them off. They get in the way when I want to fight. You know? <laughs> that's true. You got to be aerodynamic <laughs> when you Do go in. Do that again. In. Do that again. Aero, wait, hold on. Aerodynamic. Don't, don't. Take it easy. This chair. 
This chair's been here since 1895. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, So for the purposes of our audio podcast, we're going to take a quick break and be right back and talk about our topic of the day, which is late bloomers. (laughs) It's not what you think, guys. It's not what you think. It's exactly what they think. Sort of. No. This episode is brought to you by Bo's mother, and that's why he drinks. See, I draw in the name of a podcast that has listeners. Anyways, and we're back. Welcome. It's the wonder of editing. Yeah, and we're here. Losers with a Dream podcast. Losers got big old fucking dreams. Now. You got a big hog, dude. Big. Thank you. Uh, you Thank you. You sent me a pic. I appreciate that. During the pandemic, we got bored during quarantine. (laughs) If you want to take this friendship to the next level, dude, you got to send one. Listen, I just need to feel comfortable with you, man. All right. All right. Anyways. So, um, yeah, late bloomers, okay? This is, this is actually a great topic because, you know, it, it, covers, it covers what it's like when you're growing up and you're just, like, not meeting the expectation. You know and what still, I mean? And still are not meeting yeah, expectations. Yeah, yeah, we're still, we haven't bloomed yet is the point. But, you know, it's like, well, when you finished high school, what did they say? First of all, it was a miracle that I got let out. Right. It was George like, Bush was in office. No <laughs> child left behind. Thank you. It's <laughs> literally how I got out. I had a 1.2. I had a 1.2 GPA. That's good. I had a 1.4, so I got you by two. <laughs> yeah. You fucking beat me again, dude. That's what I do, dude. God damn. I knew it was bad when I went to graduate, and they had um, like your student ID number and then like your class ranking. <laughs> yeah. Went to the office and I was in the bottom fifteen. I <laughs> saw so I was there with like certain kids who were like at alternative school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at like so rehab, and I was like, one Fuck, of the guys man, died. Really, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> one of the guys died. Yeah, yeah. He's got a better GPA than me. Absolutely. <laughs> when you die, you keep the GPA you had when you, you know. That's a really smart joke. But <laughs> not all crowds. I mean, I get it. What are you from Wilton? Get it together. <laughs> um. No, dude, I, same thing, like, when I finished high school, the only reason I graduated high school was because my, uh, my high school football coach, he, like, commissioned me to write the entire play, like, like the entire um, uh, history of Wilton football. So I would write down, like, who won what game in, like, 1975. <laughs> and then, and, then I, and I did a horrible job. I mean, I don't, I don't really think I did anything. I just kind of wrote a few things on a piece of paper. And he was like, that's good. He's, gr- he's doing great. And then, uh, <laughs> and then they just let me walk off the stage with a piece of paper. And uh, I did nothing with that. So, <laughs> And here we are. Yeah. And then, you know, drinking problem, you know, and then it's nice. Yeah, that's good. That's smart. Yeah, Dude, yeah. my football coach, honestly, seriously, he used to dr- I didn't have a car at the time. He would drive me to his house so his wife would tutor me. <laughs> and by tutor me, I mean she just wrote all my shit because I just didn't right. know. Like, I remember graduating. I'm not kidding. This is this might be sad, but whatever. I remember graduating and doing, like, some sort of... I was at community college. I was like, who's the tonic? I started there. Shout <laughs> out. Shout, shout out. out. HCC. Anyone? Anyone? No? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? No. Okay. Nobody went there? Alma right. mater. Yeah. Good for you, kid. But I remember, like, doing a project and having the right... Da- I remember, like, something was up to, like, name a action verb. And I was like, what's an action verb? Yeah. <laughs> and my high school so girlfriend... So you're telling me, like, my, these... Wait, wait, wait. My <laughs> high school girlfriend's 
10-year-old brother goes, like, run or jump, dude. That's what a fucking... Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, So, yeah. you know, you were drinking. I decided, hey, I'm not good at school. I'm going to take steroids and be a bouncer in New Haven. That's a smart move. Always a good career choice. You got to stick with it. Um, <laughs> no, I had the same thing. I went to community college... I used to <laughs> I used to get to uh, NCC at like Ooh, 8 a.m. Anyone? Any alumni? Yeah. No, they're all <laughs> <You're> b- <laughs> my brothers <laughs> who also have achieved nothing. <laughs> it's a family curse. We're all going to die soon. It's okay. <laughs> the, it never ends well for the Irish. You know what I mean? There's never like, it's, it's never like, and then he, and then Patty won the lottery. No, <laughs> it's always, it's always he was walking down the street and a fucking air conditioner fell on his head, and you're like, ah, oh. and we never heard from him again. What was I talking about? Oh, uh, <laughs> I went to NCC. I used to get there like 8 a.m. I would have a beer in the in the uh, thing, and I would sit there and listen to Mike Francesa for hours. <laughs> And I would just get hammered, and then I would go fail algebra. And, yeah, and I remember that period of time just being like, man, because all my friends went away to college. They went to, like, real schools. You know, they had dreams and good educations ahead of them and all that stuff. And I was just, like, sitting in a parking lot with a drinking problem and, like, no real skills and just being like, (laughs) oh, I think think it's over. You know what I mean? Just being like, this isn't going to go well. And, you know, all I had to do was just head down to Housatonic and blow this guy, and then we could have hung out. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I didn't have saved the, you. I didn't have the people skills then, no. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's tough. It's tough. It's like it, there, there's a, so much pressure that we put on 18-year-olds. And anybody that's between 18 to 25, shout out, like, if you're 18 to 25 in this room right now. Okay, like three people. And, and sir, no, you are not 18 to 25. <laughs> He's looking good, though. I'm not going to lie. No, yeah, that chain is definitely still in. <laughs> You're good, man. You're good. <laughs> this is who... <laughs> This is who we bring out. <laughs> this is our demographic. That's yeah, wonderful. it is. <laughs> we heard our GPAs. Come on, yeah, man. That's true. That's true. Fuck. Carlos, help me with my Spanish quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. But do you Anywho. remember? Do you remember? I know for me, like when it started, like school. You're so distracted, right? You're worried about, you know girls or sports or shit whatever right yeah, yeah and then the summer comes it's after senior year it's over graduation parties uh, that's when it starts to really roofies like when people's parents <laughs> what i'm sorry <laughs> i get i get I, you know i get excited yeah i get it i get it <laughs> i fucking hate you <laughs> um but no i remember like a graduation this is when it starts to set in when people start coming up to you like people's parents yeah. At grad parties, and it's like, so-and-so got into Clemson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, so what, what are you, <laughs> yeah. you going to do? Right, right. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to Who's, who's a Tonic. <laughs> and, then, and I love they do this. They go, 
Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. No, no. I had a friend who did that once. Yeah, it's a, he's he's dead now. Yeah. But <laughs> it's it's a start. It's a start, and no, you know you you get up and you do more after. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. So it's it's like the worst feeling of all time when you're like, oh shit, I have I have already failed, and I'm. <laughs> I didn't. I haven't even like started yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm at the very beginning of my life, and it's already over. And so yeah, so it's like a tough. That's a tough moment. And then you like slowly figure it out because the thing about life, and you know, obviously I'm a philosopher. So <laughs> listen to the two guys wearing loser shirts on stage. Listen, we got 1.5 GPAs. We're doing fine. Um, <laughs> Cumulative. Yeah. <laughs> Just add them up. Yeah. No, but I mean. The thing about it is, is like you don't have the, the perspective to understand that life is long, and that you're gonna fail so many times. I mean, think about this show. We're, we're <laughs> <laughs> Here's you know an example. I mean? I'm 33 or 28. <laughs> yeah. You, you look 48. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you're living hard. It's all good. Yeah. I I did a lot of bad things. <laughs> Nick. Um, but you, yeah, you don't have that perspective of understanding that like. Your life is going to be long, hopefully. You know what I mean? If you make the right decisions. And that, like, the shit that you're dealing with at that age. Like, there's a lot of kids when they're 18. They're like, I need to, like, get my job. I need to have this. I need to have all these things. And, like, if you told me that I was going to be on stage with Lisa Lampanelli, <laughs> like, 10 years later, I would have been like, yeah, I don't think so. Like, I think, I think I'm going to be at a sports bar placing a bet. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I... <laughs> or try to become a cop. Yeah. Because yeah. what do Irish people do? Yeah, I'd be a firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> you get a job in sanitation. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. good benefits. Yeah. No, but it is funny now that, you know what? It's funny that that fucking guy showed up. Um, my, <laughs> Your I, coach? Yeah, I shouldn't okay. curse like that. <laughs> I got to reel it back. The Irish It's really out. funny that uh, my, my old football coach here showed up because when I, when I graduated high school, I didn't know what to do. And I knew I was going to have to like get a job, and he actually offered me a job uh, working construction, and it was a job where you basically you just I mean you just move sheetrock nine to five, <laughs> and I and I remember showing up at this job you know hungover miserable being like I how did I get here, and then I'm just, and then I'm just shoveling like gravel and moving sheetrock all day, and at one point this this kid comes up to, not a kid probably like fifty walks up to me and goes. <laughs> You're very hungover. Yeah, I was like, oh, whatever, kid. Yeah. <laughs> he walks up to me. He goes, "Go to college." You know what I mean? Like, like, just go. You know what I mean? Like, what is keeping you here? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do, do you love gravel, you fucking idiot? You know? And uh, and yeah, I just. <laughs> I had a passion for sheetrock. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and and I, yeah, I just remember that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I got to get out of here, you know. But and I did. I did. I went off to uh, another not great college, and I finished in what too was many that years. Uh, Eastern Connecticut State University. Oof. Shout out! Shout out! <laughs> yeah, that's my mother. I mean, <laughs> I mean. This show is an embarrassment. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just like great. our college careers. Yeah. It's real bad. And, uh, yeah, I failed uh, algebra twice. I mean, you know, you just... And I was just kind of, like, wading through, and I got, like, a C average. I failed algebra three times. Yeah, and that's how you do it. 
You don't do things joke, once well. You do them three times, not at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I eventually kind of like made it through. And I think the one thing that like kept me going was this feeling of like, I just have to, I have to just complete this thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, not that I wanted a college degree. I mean, I got a degree in communications. I don't even know what that is. Do you know what I mean? It was $80,000. My best guess is social media. You know? <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. You can't, you know what I mean? So, like, I, and I think that, but I think that my purpose there was like, I just got to finish this thing so that, um, why am I Obama right now? You finish the yeah, thing. Yeah, you're really. Yeah. But I was like, no, I just got to finish this thing so that, um, so that I, like, I can feel confident and I can actually move on and I can have a life. Because we put a lot of pressure on kids. Like, they have to go to college and they have to finish all this shit. I'm sure you felt that. And then, yeah. and then you get there and you do it. And it, it really it means nothing. Well, <laughs> don't I was happy when I got through me. college. For me, I mean, for me, like, the... Uh, the breaking point, I guess, where like you had that dude come up to you and was like, "Go to college." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a real guy or was it like a ghost or hallucination you were having? <laughs> yeah, it was a bottle of booze that came you're to life. Yeah. You were like, "Who is this guy? This bottle of Jameson's talking to me. He's <laughs> <laughs> telling me to go to college." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I had a moment. I was a bouncer at our bar in New Haven. If anyone yeah. has ever been there, it's a nightmare. <sighs> Once I again, eight, I was 18 years old. You know, I like I was I was so naive and I was working with all these other bouncers there and you know, I'm just like <laughs> I'm the youngest one there. I didn't drink. I was taking steroids, didn't drink though, you know. <laughs> Wait. No, Wait, I'm, that's no, where you draw that. the line. Yeah. You were like, shooting steroids in your ass, yeah. but you were like, I can't have a yeah, yeah, you yeah. know and they I can't have like, a shot. I was like, I have a headache, like I don't take Tylenol, okay, dude. <laughs> I don't need that shit, bro. So I was a naive asshole. I was sitting at the bar, sitting at the bar with this guy, okay? He was one of the bouncers. He was 28. Looking back, this is wild. He was 28 yeah. years old at the time. This dude, Big Al. He was like 6'6". He was 400 pounds. We're sitting at the bar. It's the end of the night. I really don't know what we're going to talk about. And I was just like, you know, I'm 18. I'm like yeah. trying to go to college. I'm like, so like, so like, what's your plan, man? Are you in school or? <laughs> and he was hammered and he just goes, I don't know, man. My plan? And I was like, yeah, what's like your plan? And he's like, Die young. <laughs> I was like, I need yeah. to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. This is bad. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, it was crazy when you ran into me that day. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's next level comedy, you know. <laughs> you put yourself brought in the scene. Brought it around. Brought yeah. it around. <laughs> I'm such a dick. <laughs> um, I get it. I get it, dude. You know, well, there's plenty of people that it's just like they never accomplish the first thing. And the thing about self-esteem is you have to build it by doing esteemable acts. You have to, you have to accomplish something to then feel like, oh, I can accomplish something else, right? So if you don't accomplish the first thing, then you can easily and people get into ruts where they just go, oh, well, now fuck it, and then you know you just kind of run through and become the 35-year-old guy with nothing, and he's angry, and he's hitting his wife, and he's talking to you on Facebook or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? In a chat room. <laughs> on a grinder yeah, chat room. Yeah. Um, Isn't it crazy we sold this many tickets? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> Was that your grinder ad that people responded to? <laughs> the offer still stands to peg him in the parking lot, by the way. You can... 
Your, bro- your brothers were the only one that offered, though. <laughs> Sick bastards. <laughs> it's McDowell family traditions. We're keeping it going. Keeping it going. It's the only way to be. But yeah, man. I rem- oh, God. Those days were just the worst. But I remember... Do you remember this now? Like yes. I, Do you remember your senior quote in high school? No. No, I don't. Was but it fish? It's probably, it's probably live a dream, dude. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it was just a... It was just a sound. That's what it was. <laughs> no, but you know what? I got my senior year superlative was most confused, which I think they thought I was gay, but I don't know. I did love the showers. I was always talking about how I loved the shower. Mine was, I had a superlative too. I won biggest flirt. Oh my God, you. Because I'm a fucking rapist. bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, back then it was cool, dude. Now you can't That's do it, true, man. Back there was no was Me Too. You were chill. Yeah, trust me. No one was lining up for this in high school. Until <laughs> <laughs> later. Later, like junior year. But that's... First half was a yeah, goddamn Yeah, yeah. Keep telling yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, this man. I don't have hair. I'm living for the moment. I'm just trying to... <laughs> This is the part of the show where Nick talks himself up for 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm doing well. It's a new no. segment. <laughs> I feel good. I, you know, high school didn't go so bad. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But the, the reason why I brought up the senior quote thing was, and again, this is a true story. I had a group of like, probably like five, five or six of us, like buddies that were really tight. We all played football together. Our parents were all friends or whatever. Yeah. So we're at a graduation party. Okay. And it was kind of like for all of us. It was like for my one buddy who was throwing it, but it was kind of for all of us. And they put <laughs> all our senior quotes, our name and our senior quote, up on the board. Yeah. For everyone to see <laughs> at the party. <laughs> I didn't have a senior quote, but this is, I did, but this is what happened. So, first period of class, it was like the next day, like the yearbook people came in and they're like, you need to put a quote down. Yeah. It's first period. They like gave it to, I was in a class with all the idiots. It was called senior English. It was just for kids that didn't do anything for four or three years. <laughs> and they put you in that class. And I just wrote down what came to my mind. And at that time, Chappelle's show was on. Yeah. And I wrote, some people say cucumbers taste better pickled. <laughs> So there's a picture of me in a suit, smiling, my senior photo. And then that quote, and then my football number, because I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was up on the board, and they go, what the hell? What is <laughs> who, who let him do that? Yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> Shut up, Uncle Bob, okay? <laughs> God damn it. Uh. Anyway, so we're going to take another little quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to have our life coach and mentor, Lisa Lampanelli, tear us apart. (laughs) Yes! Losers with a Dream is absolutely not sponsored by Home Depot. Home Depot, where real men work. So I guess we know who doesn't work there. Hashtag Nick and Bo! Okay. And And scene. Welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers and we got big old dreams. Yes, we do. And now, yes. our life coach, our mentor, the woman who made us do this. 
Oh my God, if you guys could have seen Bo's face when I said to them at the diner, I go, you're fucking doing the podcast live, and this is Bo, imitate Bo, what do you do with his arm? He just goes. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, but, yeah, but, but, what about stand-up comedy? I I do, I do jokes, I do do jokes. It was so, how fucking funny is it? Bo also tries to act tough with me, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? My favorite she is when know. he tries to tell her stuff about <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah, show yeah, business yeah. and Listen. podcasting. Listen. He's like, so okay, like in comedy. Gonna, wait, I'll tell you the story about the podcast. What happened was, I have a niece who has a very enormous best-selling podcast, 100 million downloads. I never expect these guys to get even one millionth of that. But I said, I think they've got a little something. So I said to Bo, I think you should really model your podcast on something where you're totally open like they are. You have to have little segments that you do every week. People know what to expect and then have a big topic. Well, I don't know, between that telephone conversation and a week later when we had our first meeting he goes you know what i think i'm like oh what bo you've clearly been giving this a lot of thought i think we should have segments it came to me i don't know you know know. what i mean i just that we do every week and i'm like you fucking (laughs) douchecock You remember I said that last week. So me and Nick are like, this guy's out to lunch. There is something wrong with you because you burn out them brain cells because you're drinking and you're crack. He did too much heroin and smack and the cocaine. Cocaine. The cocaine. It's a great drug. Let me tell you, though. That's funny, because I'm a late bloomer when it comes to drugs. I literally smoked pot once in high school. Wow. Back in those days. Loser. During Prohibition. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Bob knows what I'm talking about. He's... <laughs> By the way, I just want to say I think it's so adorable because I was asking your aunt where she met Uncle Bob. Mm-hmm. And they're so cute. They've been together forever. She said, yeah. well, he was about to go off and fight the South. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Civil War joke for you fucking idiots. <laughs> that was a very good war. Yeah. <laughs> now, I just want to say that I was a late bloomer with the drug smoke pot once in high school. I didn't get it. You were not a late bloomer in that department. When did you start drinking? Uh, I was 12. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, I think that's a good time, you know? That's, that's I hard. a lot you going learn, on. Learn your you ABCs. <laughs> learn your ABCs. I get home and then from drink. a day in middle school, it's like, I need a drink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen, this is too much for me. Fucking geometry? <laughs> yeah. Do you, and like you say in the diner all the time, how you blame your mother, is that actually. <laughs> It's not true, Mom. <laughs> I, I actually think it's more that asshole football coach. Fucking <laughs> 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 guy's a dick. Fucking <laughs> guy's terrible. Can't buy a ticket. <laughs> so, but I want to go backwards just a second. I want to say, I, I want to touch upon this food shaming thing that Nick does. Now, guys, 
We meet at all the most fine establishments because I told these guys when I was going to help them with the podcast, I said, listen, I'm going to have meetings with you at the Duchess in Monroe and uh, at the diners in the various uh, towns. I said, but don't ever expect me to pay because I think I'm doing enough for you that you could fucking put a hand in a pocket and buy a fucking BLT. Well, Nick at this diner... He always gives me like a food compliment, but it still tells you he notices shit. <laughs> like he goes always to me once, he goes, you know what I think's great? You always eat meat. You never just get vegetables. I'm like, what the fucking kind of country are you hanging out with, first of all? These vegetarian, vegan, anorexics, I don't go for that. But he notices, so I always think to myself, I gotta... I don't behave in front of Nick food-wise, but I go, I have to overcome that shame from a lifetime of food shaming. So why are you so obsessed with what me and Bo eats? Clearly you should be with him because he's large. It's it's obnoxious. (laughs) Yeah, and it is interesting, but sometimes you get in a bad mood and you come in and you eat really a lot of food too. Oh yeah, I'm an emotional eater for sure. So why, why do you think you are so fucking observant with your food I, situation. I got to blame my dad, man. I grew up in the bagel shop and he was so even I'm 33 years old, okay? If yeah. I get a sandwich from somewhere that I just like, okay? And I come in, if I if I'm with him or I bring him something, he goes, "You know, could have got something cheaper, big Y." <laughs> you get 30 you get 30 inches for $5 on Wednesday if you have a silver coin. And I'm like <laughs> Like, can I just have the fucking sandwich? (laughs) I like this place. Whatever. Speaking of 30 inches for $5, that's Nick's (laughs) nickname on Grindr. (laughs) Yes. Hey, You need a silver coin, though. You need a silver (laughs) coin. But also, tell the story. I would like you to share with the audience the story of your father... Didn't he food shame you at a drive-thru? Uh, what about your... Because you're, you, you, you're lactose intolerant, correct? I am, yes. Okay, so tell everybody what happened. So we were at the drive-thru. Speak up like you fucking have a voice. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand that. I can't stand when girls don't own their power. My, my father... <laughs> So my dad, my dad, he did something really nice. Like got me a breakfast sandwich one day. And he just throws it to me and he just goes, no cheese for you. He did the gay hand. Yeah, he goes, no cheese. I was like, man, I'm not gay. I'm just lactose intolerant, dude. The fuck? And he goes, it's the same thing. I was like, it's not the same thing. Doesn't make sense, dad. You can't just say shit. It's the same thing. One well, time, one time. And a gay in the audience, sir. <laughs> We've already established we have a friendship. What's your first name, gay man? Bart. Bart, you had no choice <laughs> than to be a gay with that name. Your mother asked for that shit like Bo's mom asked for a drunk. <laughs> Gonna have to take that bitch out to dinner after yeah. this thing. Oi, vey. Now, oh, my God. gay friend, Lactose intolerance, does that have something to do with being gay? 
Do you think they're mutually exclusive? Air will come over with the mic and let you have the. Do you think it has anything to do with each other? No, I actually think they're really closely related. I like any milky substance. Okay. <laughs> yes, Queen. Yes. I love him. <laughs> best friends for life. You're the every best, five dude. Minutes. Yes. I love Bart. But so, Nick, I'm just going to say in front of this audience, stop taking notes <laughs> about what Mambo eat. That's true. I, it's because I hate myself, okay? Well, <laughs> I also think it comes with the fact that you are a personal trainer by trade. Yeah. So you are, sometimes your clients ask you this advice. Which is crazy because you still have They literally send tits. me photos of what they eat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know. These tits are in high demand, dude. <laughs> I think all those people got here, bro. Yeah, but you want to know, know what disordered eating really is, Nick? Yeah. Some douchebag who fucking drives to the place of work and picks up his faggy little shaker because he can't go to Bed Bath & Beyond with a 20% off coupon and buy a new one. You're cheap and broke and stupid. <laughs> Why didn't you just go to Bed Bath & Beyond? You need two. You need one for home, one for there. A work is closer than Bed Bath & Beyond. Let me just tell you, and I also, hate if you mix you, it in the right? glass, it gets all chunky. It's gross. I you can't, can't with yeah. you. <laughs> like, you clearly have an eating problem. Yes. I have a lot of problems. That being said, I just was curious. But, but stop with the bow stuff. It makes me very upset All right, with I'll just you. make fun it's of true. Bo. Okay, just make fun of him. Now, no, uh, we were talking. Is that what we said? Huh. We are talking about being you guys being late bloomers. Now, ordinarily, when people talk about being a late bloomer, they have got something to show for their life. Now, so like if I said to you something like, oh, I was a late bloomer, you go, well, she's been on TV countless times, have five uh, specials, including an HBO. She has sold out Radio City Music Hall, Carnegie Hall, plus she does much charitable work, gave the gay men's health Christ $180,000. Um, by the way, I did earn 180000 for the gay men's health crisis on The Celebrity Apprentice. Yes. And after I, after I took my 75% cut, <laughs> it was enough to cure a man of AIDS, and he's still here, so. Give it up for Bart! Bart! Yes! So, I mean, you usually, is this what you guys consider the bloom? <laughs> 37 people upstairs at a bar in one of the shittiest towns in Connecticut? <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, just kidding. JK, as the kids say, JK. Uh, but also, maybe you should have stuck with the sheetrock. Because you know what? That's very, that's a trade. You know, you could have had a it's house honorable. by now. It is an honorable job. <laughs> so do you consider yourself on track? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just confused to this situation. The meanest question you could ever ask somebody. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it's going okay. I have a place to live. Okay. And I can feed myself, clearly. And <laughs> I just had to beat you to that one. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, extremely talented, which is great. You know? Oh, <laughs> terrifically, yes. 
<laughs> Very much so. Yes. No, but I mean, I think, yeah, I think I've found something that I want to do for the rest of my life, and I can feed and clothe myself doing it. So, well, yeah. you know what I, what about you, Nick? Because you, to me, on the surface, look like you have way more to offer than Bo. <laughs> However, uh, I'm not sure that you're doing as well as Bo is. Ideal, he's on track. Bo is, okay, Bo has what I call overconfidence, but I think that works for him because it propels you. You need confidence as a comic. Nick, I feel you don't have enough confidence, but you are as talented as Bo, which isn't saying much. It's like, I mean, that's like saying someone's the prettiest one on The View. What does it really amount to? Those cunts are hard to look at. <laughs> so Nick, after this terrible uh, HCC and Springfield College fiasco, do you feel like you are now on track to something that will turn into a bloom? We're gonna find out, I guess. Yes, we you will. You know, we're gonna find out. No, I, I definitely, um, I mean, I'm only three years into my 30s, and I, I, it's already a better decade than my 20s. See, I that's tell you great. That so your gut, though, your internal self, your wise voice, as they say, it tells you that you're doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. I mean, my 20s was a, a night. Like, they were fun, yeah. but it was a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> like, my head was just all over the place. I didn't know what was going on. So this is, uh, you know, now I'm on stage wearing a loser T-shirt, so I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think personally. Guess I'm on track. <laughs> I think you are on track, and I love that because you know what? You'll know when you've had. I always we. I get a lot of letters saying, "I'm 41 and I still haven't made it. Should I quit?" And I think if you're even asking the question, you know the answer. You know, yes, you will never amount to anything. <laughs> the ventriloquist dummy wants to kill you. <laughs> it's not working, stupid. Yeah. But I think with you guys. If you had internal voice ever lets go, then you know to shift to something else. Right. Yeah, I think that, well, you have to do things because they're fun, not because you, you know, you, you think that they're going to do well. Right. You're right. Anything like, that you kind of say, I have a goal to be dot, 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 it never right. works out. You just have to have fun along the way, but yeah. also say yes to the right things. Right. Yeah. You don't want to say yes to moving sheetrock at, at 18. <laughs> Or then, do you, if you are the guy who's meant to move the sheetrock? Absolutely. Because what would we do without that guy? I'm not moving sheetrock, and these fucking assholes clearly think they don't owe me enough I to don't move have my work sheet ethic, rock. so yeah. I don't yeah. Have yeah. Work There's no work ethic. ethic. That was, that was never going to work. It's, um, it's interesting. What other areas have you been a late bloomer in, Bo? Uh, well... <laughs> Now that you say it, uh, clearly, he clearly, health and wellness. <laughs> yeah, I did not go to the doctor very often. Okay, yes, um, yes. Like I, I still don't have a primary care physician, so that's, you know, my mom will bring that up later. But yeah, get that one going. Are you like Jason Siegel in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? He goes to his, pe his <laughs> pediatrician. It's like you're sitting on a fire truck, David. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> like, can I get a lolly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, no, uh, women, absolutely. My first girlfriend was like 25. I was 25 years old. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that was late. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good thing to laugh at. <laughs> Is your family yeah, laughing? I, love no, that I know it's my brother because he's like, oh! uh, <laughs> I mean, bro, he's at the table with the hot girl, so don't fucking laugh. You might as well take some true. notes from that guy. He's clearly doing something right. Yeah, it's true. But I think, you know what? 
when you talk about comedy, you almost have to be a late bloomer or you don't have anything substantial to talk about. Right. I remember when Eddie Murphy came up, he started when he was 16. And of course, he was a prodigy. He was so good that he could have talked about anything. But all his reference points were like, you know, he talked about taking a shit because that's what he knew. <laughs> right. I mean, it was the funniest bit about that, but he didn't have anything else to talk about. So I always think with comics, it's good to start later. So I, I started when I was 30. Yeah. I didn't say I was a late bloomer. I just thought it was meant to be. Clearly, right. it worked out because I'm <laughs> fucking balling and rich. <laughs> and I'm doing charity work with these two fucking... <laughs> Dopes. <laughs> it's so funny, man. What has my life turned into? I don't know. I, think I don't know, but keep was, doing it. The, uni the universe said to me after I retired, do something that's just fun and you get a kick out of. Yeah. And when I find that, I'm quitting this. <laughs> no, but I think that's good. I think you started exactly the right time. Do you guys actually know anyone in college? Excuse me, anyone who's doing what they studied in college? Uh, it's very I mean, rare. Two, no. three people, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Two I three. didn't have friends that were very bright. You know what I mean? <laughs> that guy. Yeah. My friends either went into the army or died. So it's not like. Yes. And yeah. not the ones that were in the army. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they died at fish concerts. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, True. because, okay, so what was your major in college, Bo? Communications. Okay, so you're communicating, but not certainly in the traditional sense of the degree. Yeah. I also went to college for communications. And yes, it helps you because you're well-spoken, you can write, etc. Yeah. Also, the fact that I went to all these Ivy League programs and you guys went to community <laughs> colleges and we're still sitting on the same stage, one of us has done something horribly wrong. <laughs> but I think, too, it's almost like I really get angry when um, parents helicopter their kids and are like, I have to micromanage them into a good school. Yeah. I always told my nieces and nephews, it doesn't matter where you go, what you study, do something fun because you will never have the job that you went to school for. Right, yeah. and who knows, if Nick hadn't been shooting steroids in his ass. <laughs> he was. Then he, you know, he may not have uh, been able to do ba a bad five minutes at the stress factor, you know what I mean? Like, you never know. When you two met each other, <laughs> did you just look each other in the eyes and say, I'm meant to suck your ween? <laughs> We're meant to be together. That's exactly how it happened. Yeah, I can't that's, exactly, believe it. <laughs> that's exactly how it happened. Well, another much. area, people feel like they're losers, and women do have the biological clock, I get it. So that's a very real, real thing that they deal with. But do you guys ever feel like you're behind when it comes to family, children, et cetera? I personally never yeah, wanted on. kids because, you know, I was a gift to the world. I could only give it to the public. These children were disgusting, but I will tell you, <laughs> I never, I, this is a rule of mine, I never parked in the handicapped spots, of course, it's a sin, but I would park in those cunty little expectant mom's parking lots. <laughs> Cause that's not a fucking law, and by the way, I should get a check every month and a parking space for not getting knocked up, so suck it. <laughs> yes. Okay, so do you guys feel a little like, ooh, I gotta catch up? Because that's an area that I think a lot of women worry about. I won't ask the woman up here, Nick, I will ask Bo. <laughs> do you, as a man, sort of, kind of, 
baby Yui fattens it's, things. It's a day-by-day thing. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's a day-by-day thing. There are days where I see friends of mine who have, like, relationships or they're married or they have kids, and I'm like, man, I am behind. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. have really blown it. What am I doing? I'm trying to make people laugh. How sad is that? Very, you know what I mean? Terribly sad, unless yeah. you're me, who's rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and so I, there, there are those days where I feel that, and then there are the days where I'm enjoying my life, and I'm having a good time, right. and I go, you know what? It's okay. I can just be who I am right now, and that's enough. And at some point, I will catch up to whatever the norm is. But also, I don't really need to, because it doesn't matter. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I lived my life as like, oh, I need to like collect these things, at the end, I would have collected all of them, and I'd still be a miserable piece of shit, because right. that's just who I am. Right. You know? Right. No, you're so, right. So I might as well just be who I am and not f- chase anything that doesn't mean anything. Right. And I think things mean different things for different people. So being comfortable living alone, being by oneself and unattached, you're clearly comfortable because no girl will have anything to do with you. (laughs) And for that, I applaud every woman in the universe. He's a mess. (laughs) Nick, what about you? Because also, we're Italian, so the Italian family, the typical course of action is you go into the mafia and the family business. Sanitation. Yeah, you do sanitation or bake a fucking cannoli and cut your arm off in Moonstruck. So do you ever, but there's the wife and the kids and that whole, I gotta do the fucking right thing. Go knock up that fucking broad Sophie. She's cute. She got a nice fucking ass. And just so won't quit. So do you ever feel that whole thing? I used to a long time ago. I mean, I remember that w- when the thing switched for me was it was a uh, winter break right before my last semester of senior year of college. Right. And my buddies who I was really close with were with their it's their now wives, but it was girlfriends at the time, and I didn't really see them that whole break. And I was like, oh, this is it. Like they're gonna marry these girls. Like this is. And right. I was, at that time was in a relationship with a girl for like two and a half years. I was like, do I need to get married? Yeah. Is this what I need to do? Yeah. And then, I mean, luckily my dad's best piece of advice he ever gave me, because he got married late for his generation. He was 31. Yeah, that is late for back then. He didn't have me till he was 38 years old. So, wow. I mean, you know, later on. But once all my friends started getting engaged, he saw me kind of like being like panicked a little bit. And he sat me down and he goes, listen. He just goes, no one knows what the fuck they're doing, okay? (laughs) It's true. Everyone figures it out at their own time. Because I had plenty of girlfriends, and I met your mother. That was it. It's true. He's like, don't. He goes, everyone goes at their own pace. He's like, you don't just be with you, be yourself, enjoy that. And then you need someone that could, you know, match that with you. And and I was like. It's true, and your father was right. He really is right, because it doesn't. You can't ever do something according to anybody else's timetable. I remember when I was in, like, starting to get known in comedy, and I was pitching sitcom ideas to everybody, and I sold one to HBO and sold one to Fox. That's not a brag. It's just me saying I'm fucking better than these guys, and (laughs) they'll never, ever. No, but the reason I'm saying it is because I never wanted a TV show. I wanted to do live performance. And I said to a guy at the time who was quite famous, I said to him, why did I go after that? He goes, you were living the dream, but you were living someone else's dream. Right. And I was like, that's why it didn't work out for me. That's why I wasn't supposed to be on TV and the universe saved me from it. So do you believe that if you just go with what's in the heart 
and what the universe intends, the right thing's going to happen. You can't force Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I, yeah, you just have to follow that. And, you know, I've never gone hungry. I've never been homeless. I've never, you know what I mean? Like, I'm really surprised. I'm not surprised you've never been hungry. Set that up for her, dude. I don't know why I even. Softball, right? Why do I even do this? She's a professional. What are you thinking? (laughs) By the way, not that it's on topic, but I don't care. You said you'd never been homeless, which does surprise me because a lot of people, you know, it's a sad thing. A lot of things happen with addicts. Do you, what was your wake-up call that you had to get sober? What was your bottom? Oh, I was standing on the top of my apartment building and I was ready to jump off. Look, I thought I apologized for bringing you up there. <laughs> well, so you really... Lisa was like, jump, work, you bo. bitch. Yeah. Listen, it's don't be work. a pussy. <laughs> Bet you can't do it. <laughs> do you know how many countless tens of people you would have robbed of your entertainment? <laughs> No, so you basically were seriously on the brink of disaster. Yeah, I didn't really want to live anymore because, you know, I just I was just in too much pain and I felt like I couldn't get out of my addiction and the spiral. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I think I think it makes more sense to just call it quits than Mm. it does to try and live. Right. You know, and then. And when you're there, it's like either you're going to get better or you're going to get worse or you're you're not going to be here. Really. Right. So. Um, yeah, that was kind of the moment where I think that's a blooming moment right there because yeah. it just, you, you get the opportunity to have a new life and, and you'd start to go to meetings right after that. Yep. Started going to meetings, started taking care of myself and you know, time healed for the most part, still got to do a lot of work, but, uh, you know, th- then I got the chance to start doing comedy right. and it's like, oh, okay, well I think my life is actually worth it you know it what i mean is, it is and you know yeah. what i do like that this is you taking care of yourself <laughs> oh, <you're vain. laughs> it helps to have incredibly low standards when you're a drunk <laughs> and you know any joke i make about the him they didn't want to laugh at that from one love. <laughs> yeah he got all nervous listen don't worry because we have weight issues and food issues from way back oh yeah so you can joke it's a familiar thing, you yeah. know? Now, Nick, what made you say, hey, I got to change my life? Was it really that whole, like, oh, my God, I just, I'm going to the wrong, you know, I, I twittered away my little fa- my high school thing. Now, what do I do? I mean, like that story I told earlier, that was definitely a turning point. But it just, it got to a point where, I don't know, I really wanted to go to college. No one in my family has ever done it before. Oh, wow. So the bar was low. Like, my, like... My dad even, he'll tell you, he, he's like, yeah, I graduated high school. He's like, I had a 67 average. And I was like, <laughs> oh, so it's genetic. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, no. I just took all my friends were Jewish, so I signed up for the smart classes, and I didn't know what I was doing. So I was, <laughs> And I was like, okay, man, I guess. But no, I think, I think for me it was about like the status thing. My grandmother really wanted it at the oh. time. Like when I got into Springfield, like she cried. Oh, that's cute. So I was like, I need to do this just for her. Yeah. She's, you know, she's supporting me at the time. I'm making fifty dollars a night as a right. bouncer. So I'm oh, like, I thought you meant Grandma was making fifty as a hooker. No. <laughs> no, but, but she no. got one fifty. One fifty. Well, she'd pop up. Well, she was good. She'd pop out those teeth, and it was all. <laughs> the gay guy a gum job is as good as you can fucking get. Bart, Bart says no. I don't know. Bart says uh, hello. 
<laughs> but I am very proud of both of you. I have to say, I know we joke. We joke with love. You don't joke back because you fucking know better. I don't see I don't see Kathy Griffin showing up and helping you two fucking idiots. So I'm very proud of you. And what I want to say is we've got some. I heard now when you texted me about this earlier today, I was shocked. I mean, no, I love you both, but come on. They got fan mail, and they go, can we read Tim and Ray fan mail on stage? I'm like, yes, what do you think? I think they should. Okay. I think, who do we want, Bo first or Nick? I'll go first. Okay, Nick. Okay, go ahead. Dear Losers with a Dream. Nick, first of all, love the podcast so much. It's clear that you're the star and you make every conversation more entertaining and more interesting. You're a deep guy who has a ton of confidence and great triceps. <laughs> P.S. You're crushing the bald look. Not a lot of guys could pull that off, especially Bo. If he shaved his head, he would look like Dr. Evil if he were a compulsive eater. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, that was really authentic. Um, I have my suspicions. Okay, uh, Bo, would you like to read your quote-unquote letter? I would like to read my letter. <laughs> yeah, wow, old school. Yeah, yeah, she wrote it in my journal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that at all. It's like, oh, oh. Dear Losers with a Dream, my name is Roxanne. I'm that super hot damaged chick at the diner. This podcast has completely changed my life. I used to stay out late and whore it up all the time. Yes, yeah, she did, right? But now I'm in bed early, listening to your episodes and watching your videos all night. <laughs> My favorite part of the show is when Bo gets deep and vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to be deep inside of me. <laughs> Nick is honestly super gross and bald. He also has zero talent and always orders gay health food at the <laughs> diner and, and judges Bo for eating like a real man. <laughs> Which clearly stems from his own insecurity of being fat and unattractive. <laughs> Honestly, Nick should be more appreciative of how much work Bo puts into the podcast every week. <laughs> Lisa is cool, but should stop complaining about Bo interrupting her. <laughs> He clearly knows what he's doing. <laughs> and as a celebrity, you had your time, lady. <laughs> Forever bows, Roxanne. Oh, <laughs> I think that is a perfect place to end. Let's let them have their delusion. <laughs> that we think those letters are real 
And maybe as late bloomers, someday they will. Big yes. hand for Bo and Nick. Keep listening. Losers with a dream. New episodes every week. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys.